everybody, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live, brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, the LinkedIn Sherpa, and I'm joined today, and as always, by fellow LinkedIn and social selling professional, aka the LinkedIn Whisperer, Bryn Tillman. Sup, Bryn? I'm excited to be here. I clicked through to see how many people we had on, and it started to play. Normally, it doesn't. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you know, technology. Technology um, works great until it doesn't. That is right. So anyway, I'm excited to continue our conversation, Bob. We are continuing. Absolutely. So uh, today is part two of our mini series, if you will, on rolling out LinkedIn and social selling to an entire sales team or even sales force within a company. And of course, if you are an entrepreneur or uh, you know, on a small sales team and just doing this by yourself, there are plenty of takeaways that you can bring from this too. So we're not forgetting anybody out there. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So just a really, 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 really quick bullet point. Here's what we covered in part one. So defining desired outcomes and establishing your key performance indicators or KPIs, buyer identification and mapping, value-centric LinkedIn profile development, and choosing your digital productivity tool. Cool. So that's the first four. We've got the final four today. And no, that's not a basketball reference for the first time out of my mouth. And I don't know how long. So, and we just want to let you know or remind you, depending on whether or not you know this exists, that there's an ebook we've developed that accompanies both parts one and two called LinkedIn for Social Selling Program Rollout Checklist. And that's at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout, socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. So with that, let's roll right into things, Bryn. Roll right in. So uh, number four or number five is... That sales content strategy, do you want to open that up or should I take it? I can open it up really quick because it's, you know, when Brent and I talk, we always say, this is huge. This is big. This is so important because it's all important. This one's really important. So (laughs) with sales content strategy, simply put, you need to provide your sales team members with content and resources for them to start conversations because that's what social selling is ultimately all about. That content has to be both valuable just in a general sense and value added. You need to bring value of what your product or service does to your salespeople's or their audiences way before a conversation even starts. So how do we do that there are three specific strategies. First one has to do with, of course, creating original content. So that's things like polls, posts, and videos that get uploaded. Yeah, we're primarily talking LinkedIn here. Uh, you can do other socials if you want as well, though you can't do polls on other socials, which is one of the reasons why we love polls so much here. And uh, Bren? So let's talk about creating before we go through all three. I want to talk about each one, which would be great. 
So creating content, most people think I'm not a writer. I can't do content on LinkedIn. That's not my thing. But Bob touched on a few quick little things that make creating content so much easier. As a sales leader, now we're talking about rolling out a whole program inside of an organization. So often we've got marketing support, right? Now, here's what we would love to see your marketing team do with your reps when you're rolling out this program is we want to highlight the thought leadership of the sales team. So if you're marketing department is creating an ebook or even if you're outsourcing this and they're creating an ebook go get quotes from your salespeople use the quote in the ebook you can actually have the marketing team record a little video asking them five questions on video and you can help your team repurpose original content right and and so we work closely when we're rolling out a program with a large organization, we will work closely with their marketing team to ensure that they're incorporating the thought leadership of the sales folks. When they are mentioned in that content, they will use it. They will share it. It gives them a credibility in the marketplace that if the company is quoting them, then they're the people we should be working with. So I just wanted to kind of throw that creating in when it comes to rolling out a program versus an individual creating content. Exactly. Very, very important point. So creating uh, original content, including polls, posts, and videos. And of course, they they need to know how exactly to do that. And we're going to get into that in later steps. So we're not really going to push on that one right now. Uh, the next one is just... This has to do more with industry trends and, and resources. So if you cover an industry or several industries, um, make sure that your salespeople have access to the information that is uh, that is contributing to these trends, just so that they can make informed opinions about what's happening in their industry or industries that they cover, because you want them to become the as I used to put it, go-to gal or go-to guy in the industry. In other words, the industry expert in whatever industry that we're talking about, basically. You want your people to be seen as experts, thought leaders. So curating industry trends and resources is vital for them to get their sales content strategies, their individual ones going really well. To, to piggyback on that, your industry is important, but if they really do some social listening and understand their clients' industries and their clients' clients' industries, they'll actually have even a higher reputation and credibility. Not only do they know your industry, but they know the industry that you're serving. So I love that. Now, there are lots of companies, or other, you could use Feedly as a curation tool, um, you can use Google Alerts. There is, um, for larger companies, there is a wonderful product called Vertical IQ. It's a paid product, but it helps to curate the most, the top trending content across the globe in a certain industry. So you could say, I am going to sell into manufacturing today. I want to know what's going on in manufacturing. So that when we share content and start 
conversations, it's not always about the industry I'm in, but I'm talking about their industry and what's going on there. So I just want to throw that in. Absolutely. No, that was fantastic. So the third topic that we're subtopic that we're going to touch on really quick is something that a lot of people would think is the flip side of content, but it's really not. So that's engaging with the right people on the right content. So you're probably saying to yourself, but I'm not publishing. How is that content? This has to do with the fact that because you're engaging, you're going to engage a little bit differently than what most people do, which is put down great posts, Bob, or, you know, Thanks whatever. For yeah. Thanks for, thank you. Thanks for sharing. Exactly. When you engage, you're going to be engaging with insights. You're going to be engaging with value. You're going to be adding value to whatever post that you are commenting on again with the right people on the right content so that you can continue your quest to be that go-to guy, go-to gal slash industry expert in whatever industry that you serve. So, you know, there's some ways to really do this efficiently. The first way, and, and this is about the leadership feeding content, right? So if you, you can either share content that your reps can share or have, uh, maybe you have a, a daily trends that's coming out that you're, you're helping them to achieve like helping them to engage on. So marketing finds the articles to, to comment and, and share on, right? Like, so we find an article that's put out by manufacturing's R us. And we say, we want our team to engage on that. You can actually click the three dots as a sales leadership, grab that link and send it to the team and say, I, you know, our insights could be very helpful here. Now you have to teach them what to do now. They have to read the article. They have to pull out their takeaways. That's what becomes thought leadership and content. And today, when you comment, LinkedIn will say, hey, do you want to use this comment and share it on your newsfeed? And when you do that, and it's new now, all the likes and comments from the original post are showing up so people can see that there's already a lot of activity. So this is something that leadership needs to put in place, a strategy that's getting so that your reps don't have to go searching all the time for this content. There's a company you're serving them content, not to just share and post on their newsfeed, but to actually engage on and in. Yep, exactly. So now we've talked about strategies. Now we're going to talk about where the rubber meets the road and that's with tailored workflows and templates. So, you know, we all use, as salespeople, we all use workflows. We all use templates in many, many different areas. You know, something It's the same thing in social selling too. Having a playbook that includes what we're about ready to discuss is the key to social selling success. Some of the elements of this uh, workflows, templates, playbook, everything should be in one area, obviously, so that people don't have to, you know, go to like all different areas to do this. Number one is clearly defined activities on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Because with social selling, not everything needs to be done on a daily basis. So I think that a lot of times when people roll out social selling, they're thinking, oh my God, my salespeople are going to be on LinkedIn all the time. No, that's not the case, especially if they know what they're doing and they have a playbook telling them what to do daily, weekly, and monthly. Absolutely. And this should be included into their daily routine. So this is just a bonus 
If you want to look at what a typical daily routine might look like, you can go to socialsaleslink.com slash day and download that ebook. Even though what we're talking about today is the socialsaleslink.com slash rollout, that's an additional resource because we can't give away too much. Look at what a daily, weekly process looks like. But as sales leaders, as we're rolling out a program, you need to make sure that your reps know what to do and when to do it. And what's the next thing? They connect and someone says, yes, what do I say? You know, what are the three things I should do before I send a connection request? So that eventually it becomes part of the status quo and it becomes part of the routine. But initially as sales leaders, you need to have a tailored approach with all those right templates when rolling out a program. Yeah. And that flows into the other points really quick that, that I'm going to go over really fast only because Ronald uh, Rojas has asked a very, very, very good question. And, and I want to get to that too. So uh, some of the other elements of the playbook include a step-by-step process for every activity so that people do know how to do polls. They, they do know how to do all of these different strategies so they're not having to feel like that they're recreating the wheel every single time they go in and do it. Custom templates available in short code. So if you remember from the first part of this, we talked about magical so Magical has short codes that you can enter templates into. And then when you want to use one, you just type it in really quick and it appears. Uh, so that's fantastic for productivity. And then the last one, which is what we talked about a little bit just in the previous point, a library of evergreen content to help start conversations. So again, this is huge. You Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Need content to have your salespeople add value, bring the value before a conversation even starts so that when the person is finally approached to start a conversation, there is enough value. The uh, ask, offer, offer, ask. I always get those two mixed up. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, so just really quick, get magical is a short code program. If you go to getmagical.com in Chrome, you can download that. And then we have 17 templates that are a gift to you at socialsaleslink.com slash magical. We've got so many resources today. Yeah. So number seven. Yeah. So, well, no, actually, let's get Ronald's question up there first because because I think it's a really, really good question. What do you think is the best way to generate interest in the sales team and make them feel identified with a social selling strategy? This is, this is so big. This is so big. And, and, um, Brent might have a thought or two. I definitely have a thought or two on it. One of the biggest things that I think is important is that there is buy-in all the way up to up to the CEO and if possible, even have the CEO and and the upper echelons, for lack of a better phrase, at the company also participating in this, also actually sharing content, leading the way so that so that feeling trickles down to the to the salespeople out there who are ultimately going to benefit the most. But yet, if they see everyone else do it, they're just going to feel more included and not like that they're out on an island just doing everything on their own. That's definitely the most important, like the foundational piece. 
-hmm. once you've got buy-in across the organization, now we have to, we need social proof. Why am I going to invest my time as a sales rep to do this? Well, there are a few things that um, we typically talk about, right? So the first one is take a look at your profile. Is this representing you well? And you ask them this, right? Like, let's look at this. Is this helping you to get more sales conversations? Or is it just your resume waiting for, you know, waiting to get recruited away? Number one. Number two, are you sharing enough content and engaging in a way that's attracting people and showing them? And I will actually go through and show a tip, right? So the tip might be, if you just look at all of the people you're prospecting and ring their bell, you're notified when they share content. And this is a trigger for you to engage and start a conversation with them without being salesy. It's not like you're attacking and saying, hey, buy my stuff, but you, you are engaging in a way that's important to them. So we teach that and they go, oh, that's pretty cool. The next thing we do is we say, you know, take a look. How many connections do you have? 780 connections, you know, 10% of those are people that you probably want to have a conversation with. Do you know who's in your network that you're ignoring? And they go, hmm. So, you know, there are lots of things that we can do to help you take inventory of that, but you need to know because we're out there going net new all the time, yet you've got all these folks living inside your, your network. And the last one is how successful are you as a sales rep in getting those client referrals? I'm sure they love you, but if you're like most people, when you ask for those referrals, you get the shrug and the guy can't think of anyone right now. But if you could go through their Rolodex, and pick out eight or 10 or 12 people that they know that you want to meet and have a conversation with them, you could end up with four or five actual warm introductions. And that's what LinkedIn is. And all of a sudden, when you present this to the salespeople like this, their jaw drops and said, I didn't know LinkedIn could do all that stuff. So often, and, and Bob, you know, when we're going out and if you're in corporate, I'm going to offer Bob's offer to you right now is we actually do a complimentary, well, well, we charge for it, but if you're a big enough company and you're interested, we will do it as a complimentary webinar to your team. And then we survey and say, is there interest or not? And if there's not interest, we're fine, right? And if and we teach them all those things. And then if they're interested, then we talk about what the solution could look like. Bob, I stole your thunder on that. No, that's fine. But uh, looking at the proverbial time on the clock on the wall, we need to like really bring this to a close. And we oh. still have two points to get through yet. So the next one so is we're easy. Do those. Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, our last two are really easy. So the actual training session. So it's not just about training; it's actually about training and hands-on workshops as well. So the sales team not only learns the strategies and tactics, but they have hands-on experience with it as well, because they are going to need the hands-on experience, not only just from a functional, okay, I got to do this, this what's looked like this, and then and then we we go to that. But to just, you know, really get the flow down, it's is really important for them to have uh, hands-on experience. In addition, it's optimal that your training programs be tailored to your company industry and team's needs. So there are three specific items that we recommend. One is tailored playbooks and workflows, which we've already talked about. Any of the trainings and work, what am I 
Oh my God. I have just that? lost my mind here. Trainings oh. and workshops. Thank you. Workshops. They should be recorded and timestamped and easily accessible by anyone who needs access to them for optimal adoption. So they really need to be able to go back and, and, and see this stuff because reinforcement is going to be just as important as the actual sessions themselves. Awesome. If you're looking at what does it take, whether we help you or you do it internally to, to roll that out, just give us a, a little connection. Talk to Bob. We'll, we can explore ways, ways to that do that. And number eight, this is pretty obvious, but really important. Yeah. Continuous coaching. So just like you hopefully have uh, coaching for other areas, continuous coaching after the initial sessions, you should have the same thing in place for a program that measures your KPIs consistently. We talked about KPIs in part one and then coaches for improvement. So there's kind of a caveat here though, because this is social there, it's important that we focus on the coaching around the activity that we can control, because just like in sales in general, there are things that we can control and there are things that we can't directly control. So there are a couple of examples in the ebook, which by the way, is at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. But one or two things, you know, we can directly control how many new connection requests that salespeople send out. We cannot control how many people accept those new connections requests. We can control mm -hmm. introduction requests going out. We can't control actual introductions made. There's just way too many factors there. We can control how many posts we publish. We can't control how many people who are engaging, although there are things that we can do to encourage engagement when it comes to that ultimate KPI, looking at the raw number type of thing, we can't do that. And then posts engaged with, we can control the posts that we engage with. Uh, getting back to the point before about in, engaging with, um, you know, really good authors and leaving that value added um, content and thoughts and thought leadership. We can't, we can't control who responds to those comments. So, all right. So the bottom line is when you're rolling out a program, none of these are work on their own. They have to all be included. So define your KPIs and goals, right? And that's full circle to what we just said in coaching to them. Buyer identification and mapping, value-centric profile development, choosing the right productivity tools. That's where we talked about getmagical.com, a Chrome extension and others. Sales content strategy, where we started today. If you don't have the right content in place for your sales team, uh, it makes this whole process much harder tailored workflows and templates so they know what to do and what to say, rolling that out. So now you've got the program all together and it's time to roll that out, LinkedIn training for sales, and then coaching for improvement. And there's, make sure you've got coaching, not just for your sales team, but for the sales leaders to keep supporting the sales team, right? Like it's important uh, that the sales leaders you know, have a place to question, hey, I've got this guy, he's got 700 new connections, but no conversations. What do I say to him? Right? So it's both coaching the users and the leaders of, of the program. And now I'll let you take it in for a landing, my friend. We're going to take it in for a landing. So, so keep in mind, this is part two. We had part one as well. Listen to both parts 
in order because it won't make sense if you're listening to them out, out of order and socialsaleslink.com slash roll out for the ebook. It's really designed for everything to work together. It's almost like um, it's a little bit like an audible offering, I guess. You know, it's like you got like the stuff there and the stuff here. But anyhow, go ahead, use it, use it in good health. And thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us here on live LinkedIn, if you're with us live on LinkedIn, rather YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. Uh, let's see before we, I, I, uh, how much time? Oh, that's a good question. So, so we're, we're, we're going to pause the outro and we're going to answer this Back quick question it. from Gunner. If a company is starting from scratch with this, how much time should they expect to invest and get a minimum viable solution? So I'm going to just talk to this for a moment. And this is the worst answer anyone can hear is it depends. <laughs> we have to look at the resources, what they have available. How How is the sales team working today? Is there already content in place or do we have to design content? Is the team willing to engage marketing and sales? to create that right content. From a training perspective and putting a program together, we roll them out in under 30 days, tailored with their own messaging and you know their own workflow and templates and playbook, right? We roll, we, we can roll that out custom in 30 days. But the time is really, if you're starting from scratch, the content side. And so uh, it really depends on what they're willing to invest in time. Because we can put a program together 20 minutes a day for a rep or week. If it's an SDR who's prospecting all day, it may just be intertwined naturally into their outbound calling, right? There's so many different ways to leverage LinkedIn. And part of what we do is tailor it based on resources, you know, other expectations of the people in the company and and so forth. So it's a depends answer. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is a depends thing there. Generally speaking, once we've done all of the pre-work and we're actually like in the training process, training can take um, training and workshops together is generally speaking. And again, this is highly dependent on the situation. So don't hold us to anything. Two times a week, training and workshops, generally three weeks to four weeks, maybe five, depending. And then, and then extra time to do, um, to do uh, profile makeovers too, because if you're not making over your profiles, this is, it's going to be much less successful. Much right. less. All, all roads lead back to those profiles. Yes. All right. Exactly. Let's, 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 we, we circled around the airport. Now we're yeah. coming back down for the landing. Yeah. We are, we are out of the holding pattern and, and we're going to, we're just going to take it home here. If you want more information on our podcast, socialsaleslink.com slash podcast, socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Again, the ebook is at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout, socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. So when you're out and about, make your sales social. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.